Welcome back to Real When Shared. We had a little mini break last week after the Thailand series, and now we're moving forward to other chats and other other things going on, other stories. I was going to talk about what I did this weekend, this past weekend, but that sounds too much like Theo Vaughn. And also, I might have a fella I met from this past weekend on the podcast anyway, so we're probably going to chat about the weekend when he's on the podcast. So I'm going to save that for then. And instead, I'm just going to like chat real with you guys about something that was challenging for me this year. And I, you know, I, I did it. I accomplished what I thought was going to be impossible to achieve. <laughs> so as we know, I'm a late bloomer in life. A lot of things happened for me later. Like my first kiss wasn't until I was 18 years old and that blows people's minds. So another thing I did really late in life was get my license. So back in my mid-20s, and whenever I had a boyfriend actually, like whenever I was dating someone, they would normally let me drive their car so that I can practice and and move towards getting my license when I lived in Ontario. Um, so I was practicing with um, my boyfriend who I dated when I was 23 to 25. And I even drove like across Canada with him. Like I drove across provinces. He let me drive and he even like fell asleep beside me because he was like, oh yeah, you can drive. You're good. Um... But then, like, every time a relationship would end, that's when my practicing would end as well because I I couldn't drive with my parents. They were just way too harsh, and they didn't want me driving their nice, fancy vehicles, I guess. Um, so, yeah, whenever... So when that really last, like, really big relationship ended, um, my... It's called your G1 in Ontario. My G1 expired, and then I had to... When that expired, I was like, oh, my God, like, how am I going to... I don't know how I'm going to practice again. Yeah, so and I knew I wanted to like move to BC eventually. So I think I had it in my head that I was just going to wait until I moved to BC instead of going through the hassle of switching over my license. And so I waited, and I didn't have anyone to teach me how to drive anyway, so I was in no rush to go get my G1. And then I just waited, and I came out here, and two summers ago, I got my L. So a G1 is equivalent to an L in BC. <laughs> I hope this doesn't sound confusing to people in other countries if they ever listen to this. But yeah, so my L is like the very first step, like just the the test, um, not, not driving. So I got my L two summers ago. And it wasn't until the beginning of this year, kind of around like February, I looked at my license and my L was going to expire this August. So next month, I believe like August 10th, I would have had to start all over again and go get my L and then wait to go get my N. And I didn't want to start the process all over again. Again, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, damn it, I have to I have to do it. This is the time to do it. This is the time to get my license. I can't let it expire again. So I ended up finding my instructor through somebody. They recommended this person because he is really good with people who have a lot of anxiety um, and anxious drivers, and he's just very thorough. And like that, that was. And I checked his ratings on Google. He doesn't have one rating that is less than five stars. All of his ratings are all five stars, and so many people are thanking him for 
being so patient and helping them through being so anxious and having so much anxiety. And so that was a selling point for me. I was like, 100%, I have to go through this guy, even though he is expensive, because I need someone who can understand that I have a lot of anxiety, especially when it comes to driving. And when people are monitoring me or observing me and judging me on, on my driving, I get even more anxious. I just want to drive without someone, you know, instructing me or someone um, grading me or whatever they're doing. You know, I just, I don't like, and I, and, and I have social anxiety. So being in a car with a stranger already is like, ah, I, I feel trapped. <laughs> so anyway, I find this guy, he's an older guy and um, I it doesn't really matter his age, I guess. Um, but he, I remember in the very beginning, he would, he started off driving first and I would hop in the passenger seat and he would ask me to rate, um, my anxiety levels from one to 10, 10 being I'm really anxious and one being I have no anxiety. I'm fine. I'm comfortable driving. Um, and then there would be like kind of an in-between. So like sometimes on certain roads, it could skyrocket and you could be like at a four and then on another road that's a bit more fast paced, it would go up to like an eight. But he would always want to know how I'm feeling and how my anxiety is. And that was always what he asked me when I got in the car first thing because he wanted to know how I was feeling, how I was doing, and if I was able to drive right away. And I thought that was so, like that, that's so nice. And that is such a caring thing. Like, of course, why would you, why would you make me drive if I'm feeling anxious? And so we eased into the process. And I feel like if I went through like a typical driving school, they wouldn't have done any of that. They wouldn't have asked my anxiety levels or any of that. And I would hop in the car and start driving right away. And so I'm just so thankful I found him. Um, and then we slowly, like, I slowly worked up to being able to get in the car right away and I would start driving right away. And then we would start by, you know, going on, um, slower, like residential areas. And then we would like test out my anxiety by going on faster roads. And he was like, how was that? And then I would rate that experience. I'd be like, oh, my anxiety went to like an eight. Um, and it's just so interesting. He's like, okay, maybe you're not ready for that yet. And then we we would always warm up and practice in the residential areas. And I just thought that the way, like his approach was so carefully thought out and it was so perfect because I used to get in that car and feel so much anxiety. And then over time, I think I had like 19 lessons with him. Like I would just get in the car and it would just be like a regular day driving. I, like it was something I always did. What I found really interesting was when I was, even like early on in our lessons, in the beginning, he could tell that I had driven before. And I was like, what? How, how, can, how can you tell? And he's like, you have really good control of the car. Um, and yeah, he could tell that I had driven in my past, even though it was so long ago. And we were trying to approximate like how many hours of driving I had under my belt already. And we estimated maybe like 20 hours. Um, and he's like, it still counts though, because you've driven before. And I can, I can tell when you're driving that you know what you're doing. So that made me feel better. So, but I still didn't think it was going to take as many lessons as it did <laughs> and as many months as it did for me to finally go test. But I think that was due to my anxiety. And then like, if I had a break in between lessons, I would kind of lose my confidence. That was another thing. I wasn't really confident in my ability. And then he would always like reassure me. He's like, what are you talking about? You just parked fine. And I was like, wasn't that a fail? He's like, no. Not, like, I think I was just really hard on myself all the time. 
But um, I think it was cool that he picked up right away that I, I, have, I had driven before. And another way he could tell was he noticed that I was way better, um, way better at driving in busier areas and on roads that were faster than in like the slow residential areas where like I have to be very precise about my little tiny movements and things. And he's like, that's probably from all your experience driving like across Canada, like you said. And and I would, I guess I had bad habits that I had picked up on when I used to drive and I had to let that go somehow. Like I was always hyper aware of everything around me. And he would always say to me, he's like, don't join the party, join the, don't join the party. <laughs> because like if something was going on, I would notice it and then I would lose my car control and I would go towards what's going on like in the traffic. And yeah, so my, my traffic is like he had different areas my traffic and like that kind of area where it's like really busy was really good and then my car control would often suffer because I would be like hyper aware on everything going on around me because that's my anxiety just being like oh my god look at that person look at that truck oh my god oh my god my god (laughs) so it's just kind of cool how he like picked up on that and so I had to like get my car control under control so once that happens when you get every little kind of, he had, this, he had this little triangle that he drew. When I had all three down, that's when he would recommend that I test. And yeah, so we'll get into that. I just had to go like see what's going on outside because what the hell? <laughs> Thank you for taking my garbage, but stop. You're so loud outside. It's distracting me. I'm so sorry if that last little bit was so rushed. So, um, another thing was, so I liked to join the party, as he said. Another thing I liked was the gas. Apparently, I am good at going fast, (laughs) which actually is kind of funny because I'll get into um, the first time I tested, but um, spoiler alert, I, I failed my first attempt. And then, um, and in I've one of the reasons why I failed my first attempt, he said I was too slow and too cautious, which I thought was hilarious because my instructor told me I just I was a speed demon and I love the gas too much. <laughs> As I'm like chatting about this experience, I'm kind of realizing maybe this is a boring topic. Oh God, I just wanted to like. If anyone else is out there and they're feeling anxious about driving and they're kind of postponing it for whatever reason, just know that you can do it. I just want to like, like I went through it and I didn't think I could and I did it. I just want to provide, I guess, a little bit of hope for people out there who also get anxious when they're driving or who have anxiety in general and then it also skyrockets when you're learning to drive. So anyway, (laughs) I'm going to just continue with this episode um, because there were so many moments when I thought, yeah, this is not happening for me. And so I'll talk about one of those moments. For the most part, my driving instructor and I got along really well. Um, But he did admit that he can tend to butt heads with people along the process and along the journey of learning to drive. And it happened with us. And it always happened with, like, 
it seemed like the stupidest, smallest things. I remember like situations like I would do a parallel park or reverse or um, back in and park to a stall park. And he would say things like, is the car straight? And I'm like, well, it looks straight. He's like, what do you mean it looks straight? Well, like look out your window and tell me if it's straight. I'm like, it looks straight to me. What do you mean? Is the car straight? He's like, okay, well then drive and tell me if it's straight. And then I would drive. He's like, oh, your car's not straight. I'm like, no, the wheels weren't straight, but the car was straight. And then we would always get into like this argument about like the car being straight. And we just like eventually agreed to disagree and just never talk about it because it always ended up in an argument. It was frustrating. Um, And, but there was this moment I want to talk about where... (laughs) I can't remember exactly what happened. Sometimes he can get like, when he sees that, he told me, he's like, when I see success in someone and see that someone is capable of doing something, he just, he's so passionate about what he does, he wants you to succeed. And so I guess I was at a point in my learning where um, he just saw success and really wanted that for me. And sometimes he can just be a little bit too much and a little bit too pushy. And there was this time when, like, he just took the steering wheel from my hands and pressed the gas pedal and, like, drove at this left-hand turn we were doing um, because I the intersection was just, like, a little bit confusing for me. I, I had never seen anything like it. And then there were, like, a bunch of little moments that led up to that, and I was kind of, like, pushing past them. But after that, when he just, like, took the wheel from me, I just broke down crying <laughs> And, um, yeah, like tears were in my eyes and he's like, okay, just pull over. Um, I'm gonna, he's like, can you drive? I said, I said no, as I was bawling my eyes out. And, um, it was just like, I felt like a complete failure. I just felt like everything I was doing that one particular lesson was just wrong or bad. And he, he was just, I felt like I told him, I was like, I feel like I was just, you were just telling me everything I was doing wrong. And I, as someone with like a lot of anxiety, I need more encouragement than most people. And he felt so bad and he, um, he drove me home and I didn't finish my lesson. We got past that and I came back. He didn't think I was going to come back. I was like, no, I'm, I'm back. Um, and he understood what he did wrong, and that never happened again. Um, but it was such a low moment, and I was like, I- I'm never going to get my license. <laughs> and then um, there was a time when he-, he gets booked up really fast. And if I don't drive for a while, my confidence, because I struggle with that, um, it lowers. And so there was a time when I had already booked my test, because I was like, hey, can we um, do some practice tests? And he thought I was getting ready for it. And he knew my deadline was coming up, so I booked a test for June, uh, like near the end of June. But we there was this break where I didn't see him for almost two weeks, so my confidence lowered so much. And when I got back in the car, I felt like I didn't know how to drive. And he's like, what's going on with you? And I, I was like, I don't know. And I was freaking out because I had to test in, like, the next week. <laughs> um but it's so interesting because I got my groove back really quickly. Like as soon as I started driving again, I got my momentum back, but I just had to make sure that I couldn't lose that momentum. But just knowing that that could happen made me so nervous. And I was like, "Uh Oh, what if this happens right when I need to test? So I had to just look back on the calendar because I'm just getting dates and times of things completely 
messed up because I am not working right now and <laughs> I'm losing track of when things are happening. So yeah, that first test came up real quick on June 14th. I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to because, um, I don't know, I just, it was weird because I was having an off day, but I thought I had, I thought I had it in me that day to pass. And I, I wrote out that day how I wanted the events to play out in my journal So we're going to get a little bit like, um, not religious, because I don't like to say I'm religious, but I like to, I like to have faith and I've been leaning into that a little bit more than usual lately. And, um, my friend in Ontario told me about her birth story and her, and what happened with that and how she kind of spoke, I guess, to creator or God or, or whoever, or the universe or however you like to say it. And, um, and her birth happened exactly how she prayed and asked for it to. So I tried to do that as well, but it didn't end up that way at all. And it was weird when I got there and I was waiting for my instructor to come to the car, um, a guy pulled up beside me on his motorbike and told his dad, he's like, oh, he failed me. And in my head, I was like, oh is that like a bad omen I feel like that's like um hinting that I'm gonna fail I don't know why I had this like intuitive thing that like I felt like that was telling me right there I'm gonna fail today I don't know why um so that made me nervous but um man I was shaking so much but once we got going I was feeling better I I kept reminding myself you know I know how to drive I know what I'm doing I'm really good I'm an excellent driver I know how to drive I had to keep reminding myself And I was doing so well, and I thought I was going to pass until, um, so I, (laughs) I approached an intersection, and the intersection had two stop signs, so I had a stop sign, and the road across from me, they had a stop sign. And so I stopped, of course, I know I have to drive, and then you inch forward as you do, you know, and you look to see if there's any cars coming, because they have green, um, and I didn't see any cars, and I, so... If I don't see anything, then you zoom out and you go across. And that's what I did. So I pulled out ahead because I didn't see any cars coming. And out of nowhere, I swear to God, I came out of nowhere because I did not see a car coming. Um, This, like, car zooms past right in front of me. And the instructor slammed on his, or the the tester, the guy (laughs) who is testing me, he slammed on his brakes and... Right then, I was like, fuck, I failed. Because I know that if they have to touch the brakes or they have to interfere in any way, then it's an automatic fail. And I was, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I, I don't know where that car came from. I looked, like, I scooched out and I saw no one was coming. Oh, my God, it was terrible. And I almost broke down right when that happened. And I was like, no, just pull yourself together. Maybe he can see that you know how to drive and you know what you're doing. And that was an accident and he'll let it go. Um... And I just pulled myself together and I continued driving. I don't know why he continued making me drive for as long as he did when that was an automatic fail. But I did. And I drove for like 35 minutes. My instructor was like, whoa, you were out there for so long. And then so we pull in. We're back at the center, the testing center. And he's going over his marking page. And he's like, so for your next test, and as soon as he said that, Obviously, that means I failed because, you know, 
he's basically giving me tips for the next test. And as soon as I heard those words, I just burst into tears and I started breaking down. And I was like, well, I failed? He's like, oh, of course you failed. Like, yeah, did you, you, like, we all could have almost crashed. And I was, like, trying to explain the situation and and trying to be like, well, aren't I a good driver? Like, I was just questioning everything. And he's like, no, 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 you're really good. Um, just, he's like, that was very, that was unsafe, blah, blah, blah. I was breaking down. I was kind of, like, begging almost. Like, I was like, I need this so bad. I needed this so bad. And, like, I didn't want to even hear what he had to say anymore. I was like, I, I can't listen to you. And then I like, I opened the door, the car door and I just collapsed on the pavement. I'm so dramatic. And I just like, I was crying my eyes out on the pavement on all fours. And my instructor was just watching me and he's like, all right, get up and bring you home. And I just kept, I remember I kept saying like, I need this so bad. I needed it so bad. And I don't think he understood like, how much I really needed it because first of all I am so poor which I always talk about (laughs) um so poor in fact that my instructor is an angel he he was like you can pay me back when you are afraid like in a better place financially he's like I want you to get your license so like we've been doing lessons without me actually paying him and he's just been like running a tab so in my head I was like I don't have money for more lessons to keep piling up over and over again. I'm going to owe this man back so much money. I really can't, I couldn't afford to fail. And I did. And then like, when you get your license, so many opportunities open up, right? So all I could see in my head was the potential for like so many jobs, just everything in the future. Just, I saw them all just like get flushed down the toilet when he failed me. Like, I just, I had all these opportunities that could happen, and then they were just all snatched away from me so quickly, and it just broke me down, and it took me, like, two days to recover. I couldn't stop crying. Oh, my gosh. And then, yeah, um, got right back out there as soon as I could, my amazing instructor, and I found an opening for another test, like, 15 days later, because you have to wait 14 days, and it was at a different center. So that was making me kind of nervous because I wasn't going to the same place, but my instructor reassured me that the areas were kind of all the same because it was in close proximity to the other one. Anyway, so the day of my second attempt, it was going a lot smoother and I did the same thing. I was like, you know what, maybe for some reason I didn't pass because I would have driven in the last couple of weeks and I was, maybe I would have crashed. So maybe, um creator universe um saved me from something that was going to happen um so I tried again and I journaled and I prayed and I really tried to envision myself passing and with this one for some reason I was more nervous in the beginning and I couldn't stop shaking again like the last time um but I was just forgetting simple things like right in the beginning they just ask you um just to do simple car things like put your blinkers on and do do all that stuff and signal with your arms like left right and stop and I freaking messed up with my arms and I was like I know what they are I'm just really nervous and then like you have to start the test with this one by backing out and I forgot to signal oh my god so right away I was like trying to hold it together and be like no you're still good you're still good and I was like I played it off like I didn't know the test actually started yet I was like 
all right, are we good to start? Like once I backed out because I realized I didn't signal, it's like, I hope you didn't catch that or I hope you didn't care. Um, and it's interesting because on this second test I did, like I got more X's than on the first attempt and in different areas. It was so odd. Um, but he passed me. I was like kind of shocked. I was like, oh, I passed. He's like, yeah, you passed. He was actually really nice. Like he, he was talking to me a little bit during the test, which kind of actually eased my nerves a little bit. You'd think it would be the opposite, but he was, I guess, so friendly. It, it made me feel like I wasn't just sitting with someone who was judging me. It was just someone who was, you know, just, we were hanging out, going for a drive. Um, and yeah, he just gave me some tips at the end that he wants me to work on and he passed me. Oh my God, the garbage truck again. I swear to God. <laughs> anyway, yay, go me. I did it. And I cried happy tears this time. And, oh, that was my experience getting my license. I'm sitting here today, beginning of July, feeling so relieved so anyone else out there who has yet to get their license, this is what I recommend doing. Make sure you have nothing else going on the same day as your test. Um, when you get there, just keep reminding yourself you know what you're doing, you know how to drive. It's just a regular day on the road. Um, and when you're sitting in the car waiting for your instructor, just take deep breaths or whenever you can remember, just breathe. Um, that helped me a lot too, was just every time I would go sit in the car, like both times, I would just breathe, just deep breaths in and out and just remind myself that I'm confident, I know what I'm doing and I can do this. And just, I was like, I went in with the mentality, like I'm going to kick ass today. I know what I'm doing and he's going to know that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Yeah. And I guess I, I faked my confidence. Fake it till you make it, baby. I know, like, that is, like, the most cliche, silly advice. But sometimes it, it works, and it worked, and I'm, I'm licensed. <laughs> so, yeah, <clears throat> if you're anxious and you're scared to drive, you can do it. I didn't think I could do it, and I did it. Thanks for listening to me chat about that experience and tune in next week for a new story we're gonna do a story time next week all right keep it real keep it wild enjoy the sun out there stay hydrated <laughs>